Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay, so thank you for joining iSmart Podcast. Uh, we have Gregory Taylor that's on the show today. He's the co-founder at Trinity Web Media and Development, um, an entrepreneur. And we just kind of want to talk about his journey and how he's created multiple streams of that income in that business. Gregory, uh, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me, Tom. I, I'm looking forward to it. So what is Trinity? And can you kind of go into the, the story about you know how you were able to get to this point in this company, creating multiple streams of income and kind of a little bit of your entrepreneur journey? Sure. So Trinity Web Media is a content marketing agency and a WordPress development company. So we focus on building a platform, a website that solves business problems. And then how can we go ahead and further you know, the client's journey on the web through content or social or different media, whether it be video, podcasts, et cetera. You know, uh, w- w- when you say you're a WordPress development company, you say you're a digital marketing firm, that's kind of like, okay, well, what do you really do type of thing, you know, out in the market? Right. So what Trinity really does and how we differ is we act more like a business consultant where we go in and we speak to the client and we say, okay, what's going on in your business? What's working? What's not working? How can what we do solve a business problem for you? Because let, let, let's face it, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, today's a great day for me to launch a content strategy. Today's a great <laughs> yeah. day for me to build a new website, right? Yeah, exactly. Something is inherently broken. So what we want to do is we want to identify what's broken within the business and how can we go ahead and solve that problem with, with our expertise. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so are you kind of that individual when things are, you know, coming up that are, that have, you know, either as part of the site is, you know, not working or they're Mm -hmm. kind of stuck or maybe they want to do some new um, development online and then go to a media. Are you kind of like the one-stop shop when it comes to those kind of things? Yeah. So we are a one-stop shop and what we do is uh, we have five full-time employees, but we also have a really deep pool of freelancers. And we've tapped really into the freelance economy over the last, you know, gosh, 13 years of my entrepreneurial journey, where I've been able to align myself with the best and the brightest of their discipline. And the great thing is I can go out and bring them into the project as needed and pay them the rate that they want. So that they're really excited to work on it and they yeah. do a wonderful job for my clients. And we, we, you know, Trinity has its own, you know, bench of players, you know, who are the best and the brightest in the industry outside of the five who are full-time employees of ours. So, you know, a lot typical engagement starts with, I don't know what, I don't know what I need. I know that something, whatever I have online is not working. So then we'll sit down and we'll drill in. Well, what's not working? You know, uh, it's been my experience and I speak, I do a lot of speaking around the country saying that there's only three goals of any website or any digital marketing strategy. 
the three goals in my line are always create content for search and to become a subject matter expert. Conversion, whatever conversion means to you, whether it's uh, selling a product, whether it's uh, newsletter signups, maybe more podcast downloads, and then also creating a community around your product, service, and brand. You know, those are the only three goals that we focus on. And Fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Inevitably, you know, when I speak, somebody will raise their hand and interrupt me and say, well, my goal is to make money and generate revenue, right? And what I always retort with is generating revenue is not a goal. Generating revenue is a byproduct of meeting those three goals, one of those three goals. So when you do those other things really, really well, you will generate revenue. Yeah, the goal is, you know, this is a very common saying that, um, you know, it's not about the money, make it about the meaning. And when you focus on that meaning, you focus on the why, you focus on what you're trying to produce um, and, and provide value, then, you know, the money just kind of flows through with that. A lot of that is, yeah. um, like you said, that initial phone call or that kind of onboarding process where you're trying to figure out what are you trying to do here? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to be able to provide value? And then we can give you the solutions and the tools and everything to be able to, you know, make that a reality. Yeah. W- what we really, really focus on is the what and the why. And then the how is not as important to the clients. Like, you know, so, so much technology today is ambiguous, right? No, nobody cares if I'm building a website, you know, via WordPress or if, you know, uh, Squarespace or anything. Right. Like, nobody really cares as long as it solves the business problem. So we try to leave all the how really ambiguous. And that really allows us to focus on the what and the why. Yeah, that's perfect. Sounds like um, you got you got it down. And, and you know, if I had a, a website <laughs> issue, which you know, we're I'm in the process of developing a second company that you know needs a lot of development. So we'll have to be talk. We'll have to yeah, definitely talk afterwards. Um, so the, one of the well, the main point of this podcast is creating is talking about crazy ways to create additional streams of revenue within the industry. You're in the marketing and web development industry. There's so many different ways that right. you've been able to create revenue. Um, what have been like maybe the top two or three? Um, revenue streams and how have those kind of like linked with one another? Um, and could you just kind of expand on that a little bit? Yeah, since, you know, Trinity Web Media is a problem-solving agency and problem-solving company, you know, we develop a lot of proprietary technology that, you know, to solve some of our clients' problems. You know, a lot of it in the past have been with like the job recruiting and the recruiter space. Like how do they go ahead and make things easy to, for their website to interact with, with other platforms like Indeed, et cetera, right? So <clears throat> we've been successful over the years of coming up with different solutions for clients that we've then been able to productize and bring into market under its own label, you know? And uh, that kind of removes, you know, then it's, it's going from relationship-based, you know, uh, transactions to, purely, you know, transactions where people buy our plug and play technology and we can go ahead and work with them on different service levels or customization. So it's one of those things with us is been, you know, the agency kind of starts everything off. We develop the solution, which goes back, you know, to the bigger part of the market. And then when they need customization of it, it goes back to the agency and it's just kind of a feeder that goes around You know, other ways that we've been able to, you know, uh, generate additional streams of revenue in our world is on, you know, the, the maintenance and, you know, uh, security aspects of WordPress. You know, we have, you know, we've developed products and then we can also replicate our processes. 
And when you can replicate a process, then it's really easy to kind of make a playbook. Right. That you can have somebody go ahead and, you know, within your company, roll that out to market. And now there's a whole new stream of revenue coming in of things that you wouldn't imagine. You know, we have clients on our roster that just engage us to do maintenance type of work, you know, for the websites. And that's making sure that they're, everything's running smoothly, making sure the host is secure, et cetera, et cetera. That's more of, you know, that's like uh, products that are like packaged. Yeah. You know, you can take A, B, or C, you know, and then the third thing, as I mentioned, if you can productize any of your solutions, then, you know, then you're really starting to look at how you can scale and how your business really, really can change, you know, through uh, additional revenue. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really, really great point just because, um, you know, it sounds like, uh, with any business, you know, they, sorry, I have a little bit of a call there. (laughs) Um, you can answer. I have no, I have nothing. So, uh, with, with any business, it seems as if, you know, with, uh, I have a mobile car washing business and that's just one of the first businesses I started in. Um, and within that business, you know, you can, you can really do a lot of things. There's so many different ways that you can create revenue streams, um, within it. And so, you know, we started off just as, you know, doing basic car washes and then after doing basic car washes and, you know, just doing the lowest level of service, you know, Mm -hmm. you figured out how to add, to kind of put products in sync with, you know, additional products. And then we got to the point where, you know, you can't, you're offering everything you possibly could, you could dream of, and then you can't do all the work, you know, and then you find ways to be able to, you know, uh, duplicate yourself and then create additional streams on top of that. You know, I think all of those things are in alignment. It seems it's very common as well that many, many entrepreneurs, they do this exact same thing. They work in one space and then after that space, it kind of just rolls into another and another and another. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the way Trinity started when I first, you know, uh, decided to work for myself and enter this journey of being an entrepreneur and a business owner is, you know, we started as a content marketing agency where we were just publishing content strategies. And this is before content marketing was like the thing. This is like 2007, 2006, 2007. Uh, we, I was doing good content and good content strategies. And what I found was, you know, just like what you were saying is like, I was trying to launch all these great content strategies and all this real rich content on websites that were terrible. So I was going to fail no matter what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was able to recognize that through a bunch of mentors that I had when they said, Greg, you're set up for failure because no matter what you do, you don't control how this stuff is going to be broadcast and, and you don't control how it's going to be displayed. You don't control any of that. So that's when, you know, I, we started entering into the WordPress space where I said, okay, let's go ahead and let's now develop websites where we have a little bit more control. So really our first revenue source way back was content, right? And then we recognized and said, okay, that's good, but our content is only as good as where it's being published. Yeah. So now, you know, then we jumped ahead and we said, okay, well, another source of revenue is going to be building the sites. And over time, those two things have flip-flopped where the, the site builds as a larger portion of our revenue than actually yeah, the content funny. marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it's, very interesting. It, it's really hard. And what we also found out early on was it's really difficult 
to get contracts, long-term retainer contracts for content marketing. Especially back then, nobody understood it. You know, only the real people with a lot of foresight understood where it was going. It was hard to get contracts. Whereas when we worked with them to build the site, we already became a valuable part of their team. Right. So then as the site was getting further and further down the continuum, we could start talking to them about content. So like we've landed way more content con- contracts, you know, since we've been developing sites than when we just initially only did content. So it was one of those dynamics. And then from there, you know, the technology lended itself to saying, what other business problems do you have? How can we solve that with what we do? Yeah, and I think this is one of the main main reasons why businesses fail is because they'll start off at a certain direction and they'll say, okay, this is what I do. I do logo development. Right. And I just, that's the only thing that I do. But then they don't see that they can, you know, expand that into all these other additional, sure. you know, services and different products. And, and I mean, I think it's important to not get overwhelmed, um, you know, in all that you know, kind of process, but it's also extremely important to keep moving forward in that direction. Um, just like in the Rockefeller, the standard oil, you know, they had, they didn't just, you know, the Rockefellers, they didn't just create one stream of revenue with, you know, producing oil. They, they owned the trucks, they owned the gas stations, right. they owned every single piece right. in the entire oil industry. And that's how they right. created a monopoly in one of the most powerful industries right. in the entire world. So, you know, it's like, he didn't do all of those things. He had, he, he created individual companies within each one of those um, sources. So within my business with the car wash, we, the first side was like, okay, do great service, you know, know, just do a lot of washes. But then we, we, we created like almost a franchise model where you can like, okay, now you want to start this business. You know, we do everything for you and then you can make a, you know, a ton of money developing this business that actually produced more revenue than the car wash business did. Right. right it's amazing. Right. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Cause you don't think of these things and, and you know, what kind of books have you been reading that uh, maybe were, were attributing factors to helping you kind of expand that um, direction? So it's funny, you know, I've, uh, I've spoke about this in public before, so I'm not, I don't read very well. I, I can read, I, but like, I, I, I'm a very slow reader, right? So uh, I listen to a lot of books, so I consume a lot of that stuff, you know, through Audible, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But, you know, th- there are a couple of key ones that came along, like The Tipping Point, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely one. One of my, my favorite ones recently was uh, by David Goggins, called, a book called Can't Hurt Me. Like that, and uh, also, that. uh, Jocko Willenick, uh, his book, Extreme Ownership. Those are some of the more ones that are like on top of my mind, but more important than reading, I, I think that what I was able to do was I learned how to do a lot of this stuff by having some of the greatest mentors and being a part of one of the most vibrant startup communities I've ever been associated with at one of the first collaborative workspaces in Chandler, Arizona called Gangplank. And what it was is <clears throat> it was a, a free co-working space where you would, you know, that was subsidized by two gentlemen, a Jade Meskill and Derek Neighbors. And over time, they were able to get some government money from the city of Chandler, Arizona. And it exposed me to some of the best and the brightest minds who were just so like-minded like me, who would, we would just sit there and, and talk. And the next thing you know, it'd be 930 at night saying, oh my gosh, I got to get home. You know, we, I was exposed to some of the most brilliant entrepreneurial minds who pointed these things out to me along the way, you know, who said, you know, you can keep doing this, 
But if you have your eyes open and maybe go this way also, it's going to open more doors for you or it's going to open, you know, different opportunities. Yeah. And I think that that's what I really attribute some of those. I, I you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm hesitant to call it a pivot in the beginning because it truly wasn't a pivot. It was the next right thing to do. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I think pivots are like, you know, I, I just steered the ship a little bit differently. I think a pivots are typically like hard lefts or hard rights. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was I mean? kind of like the end of the path and you were like, you know, there's only one way to go afterwards was to figure it, out what the next path was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just thought it was like, okay, well, well, we're over here. Like, let's go on this trail a little bit, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and see where that takes us. The yeah, very similar. Did, very, very similar. You know, I can almost attribute 90% of my success to other people's ideas. Without a doubt. You know what? I'm a firm believer that nowhere, no one gets anywhere alone. And I am the collective of all the other people who were kind and generous with their time and their knowledge. And yeah. uh, hopefully uh, I have paid them back in some way, shape or form with help, you know, through th- over the, all of these years, but you know, nobody gets anywhere alone. And I think that when you put yourself in the right situations and you put yourself around the right people, the, the right ideas start to come to you that aren't necessarily your ideas. It's somebody will say something and then it's just a matter of you saying, oh, you know what, you put your own spin on it. And then you, you know, somebody, you, you bring it to somebody else that you trust and they put a spin on it. And all of a sudden you have something that goes from being like raw to half baked. Yeah. And then it's up to, you know, and we've taken a lot of ideas that were a little more than half baked and brought on the market. And in like an MVP type of fashion where we then been able to go ahead and kind of let the world and the market dictate what this idea should be. Right. Because like, you know, you and I are talking and you and I, you know, together could be pretty smart, but, we are in our own echo chambers. Yeah. Right. And then when you take your idea out to the world and you start to listen to them and say, you know what, it'd be great if this could do this or if this product could go over here and help me here. And then it's up to you as a product, you're a product manager or a brand manager at that point. It's then it's up to you to decide which is, which are global cases that you want to roll out and which are singular cases that you want to maybe offer customizations and or which are singular t- cases you don't even want to touch, you know. And and over the over the years, I've learned that just if you keep your ears open, your eyes open, and you surround yourself with the right people, you're gonna get you're gonna be on to something, you know. Oh, if yeah. you're op- if you're exponential open- growth, <laughs> people. I, and- yeah, entrepreneurs have talked about this, and as it they call it time time lapsing or time folding. Yep. Where you, where if you go on some just normal, a normal journey just by yourself, like you're going to go through trial and error and all these other things, right? right? But then just by getting quality feedback and surrounding yourselves by people that are way off, way ahead of the journey on you, yep. you can take that time that it would normally take to produce that thing and cut it in half or yep. we'll cut it in quarters, you know? And all of a sudden people are like, oh, man, I just made like 150,000 this week. How did right. I do that? And it was because you had that one interaction with that one person that gave yep. you those, that key feedback that you needed to be able to, to see, you know, that, that bright golden path that really just achieved everything you would ever dream of. And that's why I say again, you know, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger says, you know, he's like, he's like, I might be the Terminator. I might be this, I might be that, but I'm not a self-made man. I'm everything but a self-made man. So those are really, really great points. Greg, I really appreciate your time. One the last thing we want to talk about, 
Um, and we're coming to, into the end, to the end of the show. We try to do a 15, 20 minute podcast. It's a little bit, little over that, but we, I want to talk about kind of, um, the new pandemic and how that has, been, oh. how it has affected your business real quickly. Um, you know, and see how you've been able to, you know, grow through that. Sure. So, you know, Trinity web media has always been a dispersed work workforce remote. And you know, we work with a lot of clients in a lot of different sectors. So, you know, working remotely is not new to us. So we didn't have to change any of that. You know, we didn't have to worry about our hours of operations, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I think that the, the, the number one thing that Trinity had to do is we had to increase our proactivity and reactivity to our clients' needs. We have a lot of clients in healthcare. We have a lot of clients in the nonprofit space. And we had to put out different, you know, uh, like service agreements with them when said, yeah. okay, well, when you have updates about, you know, COVID or, or anything, how it affects your business, we will get them published within six hours, you know? And, and a lot of times it's quicker than that. But I mean, in a marketing world, I mean, that's an amazing turn time. So we've had to really yeah. been in tune with our clients and say, what do you need? How can we help you? We're there for you. Now, a lot of this work that we're doing, we're doing it under normal contracts. We're not charging them anymore. We're not doing anything differently. You know, thankfully that Trinity Web Media has not been severely affected, you know, by what's going on. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to give back to those businesses who have been affected and how can we help them? How can we build, you know, different solutions for their clients and their end users and for the communities that they serve? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, you're already on the path of, uh, you know, being that kind of that future business mindset. Uh, you know, I've already structured your business in a way where it's not really affected. You don't have all the people that are going to the office or not, you know, nothing's really yeah. changed because they never went to the yeah. office. Right. I and mean, we've built, we've built tons, you know, you know, we built like four or five online stores at no cost awesome. for our clients who needed to take products from off shelves to online in order to survive. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like, I think it's that that's even more important. What you're doing uh, right now is so important for all businesses, especially the transition that's happening right now. So I would encourage the listeners to reach out to reach out to, to Greg and, um, touch base with them. I'm sure there's some kind of uh, co-collaboration that can happen. You can, he could help you out a lot. Um, so Greg, how do they, how do they uh, contact you? What's the best way to reach you? So you can get me at Taylor at Trinity That's my professional email address. Uh, our website is Trinity web media. Uh, trinitywebmedia.com and across all of the social platforms, we are Trinity Web Media. If you want to reach me personally across all social platforms, I am at grtaylor2 and that's the number two. I'd be happy to talk to you and see how we can help. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks so much Rev, for being on the show. He's the co-founder of Trinity Web Media and uh, we'll, we'll be talking soon and uh, have a good rest of your day. Excellent. Thanks, Tom. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. 
Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.